Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to your favorite podcast, The Pals Podcast. If you are a new listener, we thank you for joining us. Please remember to like, subscribe, review all those fun things. If you're a returning listener, we thank you for your continued support. I'm your pal, Ricky Liorti, and the other co-host is my good pal, George Butsalis, who's not in the intro today as we are recording this virtually. Without further ado, let me get right on into this. This episode, we had Luke Gilbranson straight from his log cabin in Minnesota, out in the wilderness. If you don't know who Luke is, he's an all, super talented and all-around great guy. He was a star of the Bravo TV show Summer House. Uh, we, also, we obviously discussed that show and some of the drama and his romance with Hannah Berger and some of the other storylines that you know we obviously discussed. If you didn't see it, reunion, the Summer House reunion part one and part two just recently released. So he might have told us a little bit about some insights into that, which was obviously really fun. Uh, he's just an overall great dude. He coaches kids hockey. He's an builds things. He's got a company, R.co, Ranger Co., where he designs jewelry. He's got cologne, clothes, everything. He was recording this outside in the wilderness and just overall great, great guy. So, Luke, we thank you for coming on the podcast. You're an absolute beauty. We hope to see you in Toronto for some cold ones while we catch a Leaf game or a Raptor game or something fun. Speaking of cold ones... We'd like to give a shout out to our presenting sponsor, Cottage Springs. Cottage Springs Vodka Water is the first vodka water cooler in Canada. Zero sugar, zero carbs, and 100% Canadian. They've got raspberry, lime, strawberry, kiwi, and the Cottage Springs Vodka Water Pack. It comes with delicious flavors. And uh, yeah, you definitely going to want to check out some of these at your local LCBO. They also recently just released their new vodka lemonade and... uh, I don't need to tell you anymore. It's honestly amazing. We just keep going. Th- we go them go through them quicker than we can get our hands on them. So if you haven't seen them, they're a little black can at your local LCB- LCBO. So definitely pick that up. And, you know, obviously the mixed pack uh, comes with, you know, Ontario peach vodka soda, watermelon vodka soda, lemon lime vodka soda, and the exclusive wild cherry vodka soda. So those are 100 calories, zero sugar, zero carbs, gluten-free, and fully Canadian. So pick up that at your local LCBO. And thank you, Cottage Springs. You guys are awesome. We'd like to give another shout out to CAST. If you don't know what CAST is, CAST is the Objective Assembly of Public Opinion. It is a social voting platform, which is available on the Google and Apple App Store today. Um, essentially, this is an app where you can go and share your honest opinions without the fear of reprisal. We wanted to create a safe space online where you can share your thoughts and opinions and really see what other people, what else other people think. So check it out. Go to www.joincast.co or you can even hit us up on Instagram at joincast.co. And without further ado, let's jump right into this episode. LFG. We're, we're in. Luke, it's, uh, it's nice to have you on, and I love the fact that you're doing this outside. You're probably our first guest to do this outside. Really? Thanks, man. It's, you know, being uh, at the lake, it's, I'd rather be indoors than outdoors, although it is kind of, or outdoors than indoors, but it is kind of cold. Um, it's like supposed to be 29 degrees here tonight, which is pretty cold. <laughs> See, it's funny because you're Fahrenheit, we're Celsius, I'm like 29, that's nice and warm, but you know, Fahrenheit, that's freezing cold. Yeah, where are you guys at? No. What, where we're in Toronto, Toronto, Canada. Toronto. Nice, man. Very cool. Yeah. Have you ever been? Uh, you know, I haven't. Um, I, I have friends from there. There's actually somebody I coach in hockey privately in the city from Toronto. Uh, we talk a lot of hockey when we're working together. He's a big Leafs fan. So are you guys Leafs fans? Yeah. Of course. Of course. <laughs> that's awesome. So you guys hate the Habs or what? Basically, that's, that's, that's our job to hate the Habs. Yeah, right? It's like part of the religion up there, isn't it? Basically, yeah. basically. <laughs> but Luke, it, it's... I love that you're in Minnesota. You know, tonight's the the part two of the reunion, Summer House reunion. Normally, I would assume you would be in the city doing these big PR things, and you're here with us, the pals. Yeah, at home it. at the lake. Perfect. It's perfect, man. I, um, you know, I, I get a little break from the city for a while, and unfortunately, it's not much of a of a vacation because I'm too busy renovating my house. But uh, but it's just nice to get out of the city, and I enjoy doing the work and stuff. So. So it's great. It's great to be on with you guys. My accent's going to get real thick since I'm talking to you three. You know that, right? <laughs> love it. Love I, can it. Hear, I can hear bits of it. I can hear it every now and then sprinkled in. Yeah, you're going to hear it. The more and more we talk, it's going to get deeper. And I'm going to try hard not for it not to come out. Like right there, I said out and I tried to fight it instead of saying out. <laughs> <laughs> well, exactly. we, we know you've got a lot going on. 
obviously, you know, Summer House Reunion Part 2 is tonight. What what was your thoughts and reactions after Part 1? Um, you know, I uh, I felt like it was there, was, there was a lot of stuff left on the table. There was a lot of meat on the bone still that everybody kind of had to hash out and go through. Um, so I felt like us coming together for a reunion was, was a really good thing for everybody to be able to get everything out, um, and move forward from things. Uh, you know, whether or not we all got everything out that we wanted to, I, I mean, you know, you have so much time to talk. I feel like there's still a lot more that was, that could be talked about, but, um, but it, it's great to, it was still great to be able to get some of it out and, and, um, you know, kind of just air everything out, uh, and, and, and try and move forward. But like I said, I still think there's some things that, you know, maybe, uh, need to be talked about for sure. Um, you know, I, I don't think everybody's completely over everything yet, but, um, you know, it is what it is and time will tell. I do think though, that this season you got vindicated in a sense, because last season, Hannah kind of portrayed you in a light that was a little bit in my mind now she gaslighted you and this season I, I i have and then this season it's like i didn't appreciate her you guys would have a conversation and then she would go to the girls and then only 90 percent half like 90 percent wasn't even talked about and she yeah. would just kind of twist things and then it kind of made me realize that the reason why you had so much conflict with the girls the first season was because when you when you meet someone new and you're hearing something about someone obviously you're going to think a certain light about them and then this season, it was called kind of brought to a head because really you guys didn't date for nine months. No, we didn't. Um, it's you, you it, I'm, you know, I'm one thing I'm super thankful for is the majority of the audience sees through the bullshit. Yeah. Um, and you just gave kind of like a really great definition or description of kind of how things are. Um, that first summer, I mean, I didn't communicate a whole lot with people because I'm like, I just, I keep things a little closer to my chest than most people, I guess. Yeah. Um, I wasn't aware of what Hannah was saying behind my back. Um, but what she was saying was not what I was commuting, communicating to her when we were away. Um, what I would communicate to her was very much like, I'm a mess. I almost got engaged. This is how I feel. This is where I'm at. You're free to see other people. You're free to date, like sleep, do anything you want. And you don't need to tell me, you don't owe me anything. This is fun. I don't know if we'll be friends. I don't know if we'll date, but this is my truth. I'm three months removed from like a really serious, crazy relationship. And um, she would relay, I don't know what he's doing. He's leading me on. And I'm like, what? That's not it at all. I've, I've communicated with you so, so well. Um, I do take responsibility though in, you know, some of my actions uh, definitely, you know, could have led her on, but at the same time, um, you know, she's really taken zero responsibility for anything um, involved with myself and her. Um, and that, that's been a bit frustrating. And then going into this season, I mean, it was just kind of like, you know, that winter, we didn't talk. We hardly talked at all. Like she was dating other people, living her life. I was dating somebody for a while. Um, in the springtime, I came here, we had COVID. We talked, um, you know, we talked a bit and, uh, you know, we actually talked in March and she's like, so what are we? And I told her, I said, I think we're better off as friends. You know, yeah. um, she, that rabbit just ran by. That's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he goes, she, she goes, I think we're better off as friends. And, 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 or I said, I think we're better off as friends. And she, she actually ver verbatim said, well, then it's a good thing. We never slept together, hooked up. Cause this would be a lot harder. And, um, I, I was just like, yeah, like there was a reason why, like, I care about you. I didn't want to hurt you. Like, um, you know, and then of course she would be like, he held sex for me to manipulate me and do this. And I'm like, no, dude, like I was literally trying to do what I thought was the right thing, but I still got in trouble no matter what I did. So, um, it is what it is. And, you know, that we did talk a bit throughout, uh, the spring and Hannah had, um, she would FaceTime me and screenshot it and put little hearts in her eyes. And I didn't add it up, but like other people would be like, dude, she's making it look like you're dating. Yeah. And I'd be like, no, no, like we're just friends, you know? Um, and then with how things went this summer, I was like, wow, you totally played me like a fiddle. Like that's wild. <laughs> like wild. I wanted to ask to jump like on that part too, as well to ask a question. Do you think like you said, you, you know, you, you shared your truth kind of thing. You just put it all out there, you know, being fully transparent and everything more from like a broad perspective from like a reality TV perspective, do you think that the assumptions made and what she was, you know, what you were being accused of was 
truthfully what she thought? Or do you think possibly a little bit fabricated, I don't know fabricated, but like salted it up a little, I don't know what the term is like, you know, embellished it a bit. Yeah. Well, I, and you know, one thing I should say, I shouldn't say my truth. I should, you know, it's the truth. Um, mm-hmm. I apologize. Cause that's, I don't yeah. know say it's my truth. Cause it's the truth. Um, you know, I can't, I'm not Hannah, so I don't, I can't speak for her, but I know being the person on the receiving end of it, I, I felt like, well, you know, the fact that she takes zero responsibility that she was just talking to me like this a week ago and all of a sudden is like, we're dating when she knows we're like, I know she's like seeing somebody. I was like, she's like, I don't get it. Like, I don't, like, I, 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 I was very confused. Um, and, you know, like I said, I, I'm just extremely thankful that the audience has kind of seen through the, the bullshit the, of, 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 you know, how things have been. And um, because I don't really go on podcasts a whole lot and, and talk about things a whole lot. And I feel like she's on a podcast every other day, if not every day. Like she's, on a she's on a page. What's that? You're on the only podcast that matters. That's yeah. it. <laughs> Hannah's on like a full on gaslighting rampage to deflect from what she's done. I'm telling you. Well, you know what I thought was always interesting is, you know, Hannah likes to use social media for things. Um, it's, it's quite fascinating. She's really good at what she does, but it, it, it comes at the expense of other people. Um, and, and it's, it's not just me. There's other people as, as you see, um, throughout the season that have their issues with her too. But, you know, the one thing I can say is, Hannah will like go and post something saying I was in a situation ship and so-and-so was a narcissist or a sociopath. And they led me on and they, they play, they, she leans into it in the sense of, of like they're gaslighting me. And at the end of the day, the only person that's, that's getting gaslit are the people that are drinking or Kool-Aid. Like she's the one that's gaslighting the audience and gaslighting people on social media and stuff. And it's like, you know, but, but that's not my control. I can't control what she's doing. I, I yeah. see it. But but then like you know some people drink the Kool Aid and believe it. It is what it is. You know. And, and I loved, oh, sorry, but I loved what Danielle said in reunion part one when she was like when when Hannah using the buzzwords of like toxic masculinity, and <laughs> and Danielle was like, "You're the one that he's bringing it up. You're the one putting. You're the one creating the toxic energy and creating the situations that you're kind of feeling uncomfortable in. Like she's just kind of like the puppet master and all of it, but then complaining about what she's created. Basically, like. <laughs> I don't, I don't even know what you, I mean, you said gaslighting. I, I mean, I don't know, but the, like what you would call that, but yeah, I mean, you know, when you've got, when you've got a group of friends sitting there having a conversation and you've got like three quarters of them all telling you certain things and you don't take any accountability or responsibility for it, that's a problem. You got to figure that out. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. At some point in time, you have to look in the mirror and, and like check yourself. Cause like not everybody's, coming at you for a wrong reason or the bad or like a bad reason like part of growing up is being able to take hold yourself accountable or take responsibility for things or just trying to listen but that's kind of tough with him she doesn't like to listen so look <laughs> i want to ask do you think yeah do you think the drama on air is connected to the drama off air or do you think it's heightened so much more on air no, it, you know, we're very, we're very real. Like we're like, we're real friends. Like I would, I mean, I feel like the, the big issue here that, that we've kind of all had is, is, you know, at the end of the day, like we're all different, right? So you're going to have different opinions, different morals, different values, different things, and things come to heads. Like you have, you have, you know, your arguments or your, your conversations that you need to have. Um, that's just normal, but there's a respect and a love and a decency and a real friendship and care amongst us all. And, you know, outside of maybe Hannah, who doesn't care about, is there's no empathy, doesn't care, at least it seems through her actions and what she's done about other people. Um, we're real friends. So what, what, there's nothing that gets heightened. It's just real friends hanging out, having fun. And, and, you know, the stuff that happens away from it, it like I literally talk to Carl, Lindsay, Kyle, like Amanda, everybody all the time, like, what's up how are you doing that's great how'd your meeting go how did your job thing go like you know it's just normal talk like you guys talk to each other probably you yeah. know um so yeah I, I i don't so to answer that in a long way i guess answer that in like a really long way like i don't feel like anything's really heightened we're just just if it's heightened at one point in time that's just the way it is you know what i mean so yeah. gotcha, gotcha we 
I mean, it, wait, and did we give context to the dimension why Jordan is, knows so much about this? And and like, well, I don't think we told you we, before you got on. We were talking, uh, we were talking, and Jordan. So Jordan is our like our, our manager, but is the biggest fan, the biggest fan of not just the show, but also of you. We're gonna put her on. We're gonna put the spot here a little bit. He's gonna start blushing too. Jordan's usually our, Jordan's like handles. She's like on every episode. She jumps in every now and then, but like she's like been behind the behind the camera, so to speak. Usually, we said you got to join us for this one. You know, she got to meet her crush. That's awesome. That's awesome. Jordan. I'm probably as red as my hat right now. <laughs> No, Luke, you should have seen though. I wrote them like a couple notes. I wrote a synopsis of the drama. Like I should have been a novelist. That's hilarious. That's great. So you guys, you guys got the rundown. That's awesome. So we, yeah. we did. We did. Because you guys got all the all the details. You got a lot to work with here. Yeah. Well, and, and the fact that you don't do many podcasts makes this even more exciting, right? Yeah, I I don't do a whole lot, man. I mean, I I do, but but not I not really. I I'm so busy. Like you know, some people really lean into the podcast thing I, I i wish i could because i love to if it helps bring light to a certain podcast or something i'd love to be able to help people but i've got a lot going on so i i don't get too many i mean you guys are literally talking to me i was just cutting wood like 15 minutes ago and hanging with well me. i was gonna say this is a perfect transition to everything you're doing now i know you've got your own business you coach kids hockey uh you've got another show let's start with kind of some of the stuff you're doing right now what's uh obviously you're you're working around the house i'm assuming yeah, so you know, I I came home because I I know I have some some stuff coming up in New York that I can't miss. Um, so I I try and get like some time here early June, but I had to come back earlier in May for, you know, because of work. Um, so yeah, I'm here. Um, I have a place on a lake. Thankfully, thank God, it's amazing. I, uh, you know, I've been renovating it. It was a cabin. I made it a year-round home. So I've just lots of woodwork inside, Pendleton stuff for uh, Hudson Bay. I think is the Canadian uh, way of saying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, so, uh, I've got a lot of that stuff and I put fireplaces in and, you know, building a garage with living quarters and a place where I can work on motorcycles and I'm building a workshop for the company and stuff. Cause, uh, you know, when you're handcrafting jewelry and you have inventory on your apparel and your fragrances and stuff, it's like, I keep all that stuff at my parents' house in like this massive storage space <laughs> and, uh, and hey, I get it ship for me. So I'm, I'm going to have my workshop out here. Um, which is going to be pretty cool. And then, yeah, man, I mean, I actually was just talking to my buddy I, who, who's my assistant coach. Uh, they have tryouts right now and I'm not there cause I'm here. So he's got to send me a list of the kids of, uh, you know, who, who he thinks would fit where and what's going on. And, and then, um, I'll go, I'll go over things with the head of our youth hockey and, um, get ready for next year's season in the fall. And, um, yeah, busy with that, busy with the business, you know, and then, I mean, honestly, my head's spinning half the time. So I'm so busy, but, uh, and then there's other things with like acting. There's some things going on too. I can't talk about it. Um, but there's, there's some things that might be in the works. Uh, we'll see. So. I saw you at a Harley. Yeah. I've got a couple Harleys. I'm a big motorcycle guy. So love to ride motorcycles and play guitar and do woodwork and make jewelry and spend time in the woods, man. It's just kind of, I, my love job. It. I feel like that's your vibe. That's just you. Yeah, it's open road. You know, northern Minnesota. It's just, it's just the way I was raised. So I think, I think as as people, we all find comfort in, in like things from our childhood or way the way that we were raised, or you know maybe our uncles or grandfather things they taught us. And when I'm in the those those elements, I guess is when I'm my, at my my most comfortable and most I enjoy that probably the most. I think so. So what's it like then going from like you know being a you know, Minnesota guy up in the north, you know, cutting wood and doing this with your hands and then going to like a big city like New York. Do you, do you like the kind of the disparity between the two? Is it a nice change of pace or is it not really your environment being there? Yeah, no, that's a great question. You know, when I first started modeling, um, out in New York, I, um, I hated the city. I, I was, I hated it. Man. <laughs> um, but over time the city really grew on me and, you know, I don't think there's a city great, any, any city in the world that's greater than New York. Um, there's just, it has so much to offer and there's so much going on and it gets real small when you live there long enough. And, um, I feel like New York's a great place when you really create a great friend group mm -hmm. and I've got a really great group of friends, you know, it's funny cause you know, between like Lindsay and Carl and Kyle and Amanda and, you know, Danielle and then Robert and then, you know, Lindsay Stravi and then, you know, all these people. Um, I, um, it's funny because like they're my group of friends, but I have like my hockey buddies too. And then I have friends from like acting and friends from music and friends from modeling. And it's funny because um, a lot of like 
my hockey friends have become friends with like Carl and I'm like, what are you doing? Carl? Carl's like, Oh yeah. I'm at Polly's hanging out with him and Andreas and like Matt. And I'm like, well, okay, where's my, where's my invite? Yeah. Um, but I, I love it, man. And because of that, like, um, when I am here, uh, I, I, I touch base with, with everybody quite often. Cause I miss them a lot. They're, they're I have, I'm very lucky to have amazing friends. So I feel very lucky. Bye. That's awesome. Also, I mean, obviously having the two different worlds in from a, like a geo, geographic perspective, I guess, but also doing so many different things. Does that, do you thrive in those environments? Like, do you like to be, I don't want to say a jack of all trades. I'm sure there's things you, you prefer and you're maybe more your craft, but do you like to dabble in a little bit of everything? Does it help keep you balanced or what's your mindset on that? Yeah, no, uh, great question too, man. I, um, well, first George, of all, you're killing it. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> that's <laughs> jordan jordan's helping out man no i um i uh you know first off i do want to say i like the i do like to be able to come to like the lake house and then spend time in the city i like to balance both um i do prefer the country over the city um but as far as you know being a jack of all trades you know something that i, I take pride in as a person is um being able to do everything i can i think as people, the more you can do, the more powerful or more knowledge you have, the better off you are in life in general. So um, if there's something I don't know how to do, I'm like, well, shit, I'm going to tackle that or I'm going to learn that just because I'll be a better person because of it. And, you know, with my brand, um, my brand is like with my clothing and, and everything, I've, I wanted it to be a brand that's not just for somebody, but for everybody. And I wanted my clothing to be uh, multifunctional in the sense of, um, like you can wear a guy's Henley and you can chop wood or you can put a blazer on with it or something, you know, for an example, um, because I want every, every man or woman that like, you know, that likes the brand or is interested in the brand or buying something from the brand. I want them to understand that I believe in like a Renaissance lifestyle and I want it to be able to like, I want people to, to take pride in doing as much as I can. I want my, my product to do as much as it can um, and be more than just be, not just be dimensional in so many different ways, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Um, so, so yes, that's another long way of answering your question, but <laughs> I wanted to tie in the brand because it's, that's a big part of my company um, is, is the Renaissance lifestyle, like the Renaissance man or woman. I think that's very important. Um, and it's just badass. The more you can do, it's fucking cool, man. Yeah. You know, like, I would agree. I, I would agree hundred percent. And by the way, don't worry about the, like when you say it's a long way of saying it, Ricky and Jordan can attest. I'm the, I'm the king of that. I'll like, so I'll ask me like, Hey, what's your favorite color? And I'll tell them my life story about what my favorite color is. <laughs> I do it all the time, but, uh, no, I, it's really cool. I, I wouldn't, I mean, I think I would agree. I don't want to speak for everybody, but you know, I mean, if you're going to pursue a career and being a professional, a doctor, lawyer, you got to go deep into something. But if you're not, I think it, it really is like invaluable to just know, you know, you don't want to scrape the surface on everything, but to know a little bit about a lot just makes you, you can kind of relate to people easier. You understand a little bit how the world works better. And then when you, when you start to chase certain pursuits or projects, I guess you can kind of tap into different things for inspiration, which I think is super important. You're not like, you don't have blinders on almost, which I mean, I, I can, I can relate to that. And I think it's a, it's a good skill and trait to kind of have. Yeah, I agree with you, man. I think it's important and you know some people are cool just sitting on the couch and hanging out or whatever but that's just not in me man i'm a capricorn i think i just want to grind and try and work my ass off till <laughs> wait is that is that a capricorn trait i think so they're hard workers and they're usually successful that's what i <laughs> i don't know much i'm about a virgo I don't, I don't believe in any of this astrology stuff i'm a well, virgo i don't either i don't think oh you're such a you're such a scorpio and i'm like all right cool i guess i am whatever <laughs> I don't I understand how the, the way the stars are can tell you how you are or who you are to be, but um on, on the note of that's funny. I don't believe in a lot of that shit. I just know that if you, you read is, I'm a lot of those things. <laughs> okay, gotcha. Um before we switch over and start talking more about your brand, because I do want to get into that. Um on the topic of learning how to do something, what's your you know school of thought? How do you learn? Do you find someone who knows how to do it, have them teach you? Or are you the school of YouTube and Google? You know, I feel like with, with the internet these days, you've got like, the world at your fingertips when it comes to learning. Um, you know, when I, when I learned guitar, I would, for, for instance, I was living in a model apartment back in the day. It's so funny, right? <laughs> um, You're making Jordan blush here. I can just look at her. She's glowing. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> She's going to ask you to play a song for her later. A hundred percent. So um, I was, uh, 
maybe I will. We'll see. <laughs> but I, um, I was, um, I, I just, I, I printed like, I went on the internet and I printed off and then I would just use the internet on like pictures on where your fingers go. I didn't like YouTube it. Cause I, I thought YouTubing it would, I thought reading it would just be better for me. And that's how I learned to play guitar just like that. And just playing a lot. And then um, as far as jewelry, even like I just taught myself and learned. And then my mom's like, you realize your great grandpa was a blacksmith. You know, you realize your dad used to make jewelry. And I was like, Oh shit. Okay, cool. Like I didn't know that. <laughs> Running the family. Um, and there's just, you know, so, so I feel like, you know, reading books is important. I think, I don't think people read enough these days, to be honest with you. I think reading is super important. You can learn a lot reading. Um, and yeah, just God, I'm sorry. There's like six rabbits just ran across my driveway. <laughs> I can't help it. I can't help it. Like you should see this fat little chunky rabbit that he had a hard time getting across it. It was hilarious. <laughs> you didn't see that. Um, but anyway, yeah. So I, yeah, for sure. There, I don't really think there's any, rhyme or reason for things unless you're going to school to be a doctor or lawyer you can do anything you want in life and you can do that just by you know pounding the pavement turning through books reading the internet watching videos and and just taking your putting in the time on something i guess yeah what about song i'm gonna steal this well, oh, question because george usually would ask him what book are you currently reading i don't i i, I actually don't have zero time to read a book right now but i just read 115 no 112 page movie script the other night i had to read that okay. so that was that was the latest reading i did and then i've been reading a lot about about um boats lately because i'm looking at getting a new boat so <laughs> so i've been reading a lot good thing about to read about good thing to be reading on right now especially with summer creep around the corner i know right <laughs> it's uh, actually i like uh we got a place up uh my family's got a place up uh, about an hour out of toronto on the, on the lake and I know that people have been looking like crazy for boats in Ontario. And there is like a shortage of boats in Canada. Yep. I think it, I don't know maybe that's everywhere because of the situation the world is in, but the boating industry was booming last year. Yeah, no, there's, there's definitely a shortage. Um, I have a pretty good relationship with the company Tyga boats. Um, they're okay. a great company, great people. Um, and I was just talking to them because I ideally would like to get one of their boats and they're like, it's insane right now, Luke. You have no idea how crazy it is with inventory. So it's yeah. the same here. It's, it's there's. I mean, I bought six two by fours the other day, and it was like fifty four dollars. Well, like, that's like the COVID surcharge. Ever since COVID, two two by fours skyrocketed. Oh you should be like three God. bucks each. Yeah, they, they were two. Like twelve or fifteen. Yeah, it's insane. 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 I, I'm like, I was going to build a deck on the front of the house on the lakeside this year. <laughs> I was like, fuck that, man. <laughs> I'm going back to New York. That's it. Yeah, exactly. Next year, I'm like finishing this project inside. And um, after that, I'm I'm just going to try and have at least two weeks to ride the bikes, get on the wheeler, do a little fishing, hang out with some friends. Yeah. You know. uh, a buddy of ours that actually lives in Thunder Bay, which is, I think it's just across the lake from you guys, if I'm not mistaken, in Canada. He actually just got a boat. Did he? Nice. Yeah, he got George. You remember what kind of boat Dom got? I don't, but I also did not know Thunder Bay was across the lake from Minnesota. That's news to me, isn't it? I don't think so. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's okay. So you like if I was to like, there's I'm a highway. I'm googling this right now. No, you can take a highway right to the North Shore of Lake Superior. You shoot up the North Shore of Lake Superior, go through Grand Marais, Grand Portage, and then you're in Thunder Bay. Really? Yeah. I knew I'm a geography student too, so I should probably know this, but. I <laughs> I was like, I've got a picture on a map. Like, what is Ricky talking about? No, yeah, it's right up there. You, it's right on North. It's, 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 take the North. Yeah, it's up the lake. Um, I had a hockey tournament up there. I was playing AAA <laughs> hockey when I like your we peewees. We had a tournament up there. Luke, if you don't mind me asking, how old are you? Oh fuck, man, I can't tell you. I'm 37. <laughs> oh, cause I, I played AAA hockey too. And we'd always play in those tournaments, and teams from Minnesota would always come down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Minnesota and Detroit were the big ones that we always played with. For sure. Where'd you play? Like what cities up there were you playing in? So we used to play um, Detroit Little Caesars, yep. Bell Tire. I can't remember the Minnesota team, but Bell Tire always whooped our ass. Do you ever play? Go ahead. Sorry. No, I was going to say the Detroit team was always, the Little Caesars were always really good. Um, Bell Tire always whooped our ass. I remember that for sure. I can't remember the Minnesota team. I played AAA for, I don't know, six or seven years. Uh, I played on the Toronto Marlies for a, a couple of years and then the Toronto Young Nationals for a couple of years. I don't know if you remember either of those, but 
Well, I know him. Yeah, for sure. I was playing yeah. on, uh, on, we have like a select program here, Minnesota selects. And then we had, um, a junior North star program and team Minnesota. Yeah. Yeah. Minnesota junior North stars. Yes. Yep. And then we had uh team Minnesota blast was another one that I was on. I don't know. And I, I never played that one, but yeah, J stars, man. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. That's yeah. Good. That was fun. It, that was, that was a fun time, man. The good old days when all you had to do is play hockey and do homework sometimes and chase girls around, I guess. <laughs> Did you, uh, I don't know. I'm not the biggest, I'm more of a basketball baseball guy than hockey, but would it, would the North stars have been there kind of like Madano's time? Was that back in the day or is that? Yeah. No, Madonna first game I ever went to, uh, was Minnesota North stars against the New York Rangers at, I think it was the old, it was called the old civic center. And, um, Correct me when you hear that, but I think it was the Civic Center, is what it's called. And Mike Madonna, Neil Broughton, like that was, I think Bob Ganey was the coach. Stu Gavin was on the team. Yeah, that was, I was, I think Tenorti was on the team back then too. If I remember right, I'm not quite sure, but I think that's the good old days. I love the, I love the Wild, but God, we have the worst logo in the league. It's brutal. It's terrible. So, yeah, but the boys are on fire, man. Terrible. I, they're playing good hockey, though. They're, they're, I'm like, I'm pleasantly surprised because I'm a big Wild fan and I'm, I'm, Kaprizov's a stud. The kid's on fire. Hopefully he'll win rookie of the year. I'm like, yeah. Anyway, we don't need to get into hockey talks. I could talk. About it. <laughs> well, hey, you, you coach a little bit of hockey now. Obviously, I'm just assuming that's because you played, you love the game, want to give back kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, when it comes down to it, people are like, well, what do you love to do? Or like, what, you know, what, like, what do you love? And I'm like, well, my first love was hockey. That's so I always want to coach hockey or play hockey. Well, you know, play beer league with the guys and coach and, you know, being able to, being able to watch these kids um, take in, you know, really listen and, and, and take things in and watch their growth throughout the season and watching them come together on and off the ice is it's probably one of the most rewarding, fulfilling things for me as a person. Um, I love it. I love the kids. I love the families and I feel very lucky to do it. So um, it's, it's fun too, especially growing up in Northern Minnesota, just the way hockey is here. It's, you know, it's the way we're coached, the way how things are and, the, the level of play being able to bring that to the city, I feel like is, is pretty cool and it makes me happy. I'm glad I can do it. So um, yeah, but that's how it is for, for everything, even with the business, like when you make something for somebody and they're really happy with it and they tell you how happy or how much they like the piece, it's fulfilling and rewarding as an actor, being able to, to tell a story and go to a place where you move people and somebody's actually crying when you're like doing a theater show, right. Cause of the, your performance, that's fulfilling and rewarding. So I feel like for me as a person, those things are very, um, are like, I like to do things that are fulfilling, I guess, in that sense, you know, and, and coaching definitely is, it's right up there in the top of my. Well, me and Georgie coached baseball a handful of years ago. Oh, Georgie yeah. came in on them, but I, I did little kids baseball. I actually coached little kids hockey for a year yeah. uh, with a buddy of mine. Tough early morning skates are always tough. You know, 7 a.m., the rink's cold. Uh, oh, God. You know, you got that, like, fogginess in the rink. You're like, I'm too old for this now. Yeah, it's brutal when you – especially with, it depends on the age group you have, man. But if you have the young kids, they're usually there super early, and you're – hopefully you're, you're good. But, God, maybe battling a hangover or something. You're oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I know a couple of those. Saturday morning practices. Okay, kids, you guys, you guys got to figure this one out today, boys. I have to skates. <laughs> <laughs> that's it that's fine um okay let's, let's transition a little bit over to your business now obviously you guys do a bunch of different things you have the rings the fragrances the clothing how did it start where'd you come up with the idea for it obviously you know the wilderness is a big part of you and, and what you do so you can see that kind of with the brand yeah so you know basically what <laughs> as i said i don't like to sit around i always have to be doing something um and uh i was home for christmas few years back and um I, I was dating my, the girl I was with for, for like three years. And I had, um, I told my mom, I said, I'm gonna go in the garage and make a ring, you know? So, and, um, I made a ring for her. I just got metal. I started getting torches and playing. Around. You gotta be very careful when you say that. Eh? I made a ring for a girl. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jordan's heartbroken listening to that. Oh, that's <laughs> Jordan. There's there's like, well, I'm ready. I'll send you my address. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll send you. One. I um, so I uh, I went out and I made a ring, and um, you know, I just did it for fun. You know, it's like doing woodwork. I'd make her cool shit, whatever. And I um, when I when I gave it to her, like I didn't know what to expect, but she was like, "This is 
this is awesome. And I was like, well, thanks. He's like, no, really like, this is awesome to the point where like, you should sell it. And I was like, no, no, no. I just made this for you. You know, this is like a one-time thing just for fun, whatever. And, uh, and she was a very successful creative director and she worked for Nike and like Beats by Dre and she knew her shit. And, um, so when, when we broke up, I, I, I listened to her <laughs> and, uh, you know what, I, if it wasn't for her, I probably wouldn't have pursued it. And I did. And, um, I threw some stuff on Instagram that summer. People ended up wanting it. And then I was like, all right, cool. Like this is a hobby that I can make a job. Um, and then from there, you know, with modeling and fashion, I was like, well, I've modeled for years. I understand fashion. I'd love to create a product that I, I, I think people would really like both, both men and women. And um, so that's kind of where the apparel came from. And then I was like, well, I want to hand pour candles. Like candles are really cool. And I love candles. So I just started making candles. I taught myself how to make candles. So that's how the candles came to be a part of it. And then um, I always, one of my bucket list things I always wanted to do is to have a fragrance. Um, and I actually was on a podcast and, and somebody in, in Paris heard me talking about how I wanted to create a fragrance one day. Um, and the gentleman worked for basically the top oil um distribution company and uh the company in, in the whole business of 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 perfumes and cologne and um he goes yeah so i'm a fan of the show and i was on the metro in paris and my girlfriend she's american whatever and he, i was like oh my god this guy's full of shit like he's instagramming me doesn't even have a face on the thing i'm like this is a crap shit but whatever <laughs> so i ended up having a conversation with the guy and and turns out like i was like i followed his linkedin i'm like okay cool like maybe this is legit i'm not sending any money yet he's gonna send me some samples we're gonna talk and um we had a meeting we went over what i who, who I am as a person, what I want the, you know, what the brand is, what I wanted the fragrances to be like. And um, so, yeah, I just kind of went from there. And then I learned a lot about glass bottles and spray tops <laughs> because surprisingly that is a very important thing uh, in that business and uh, that in design. And um, so just went from there and that's how the fragrances came to be. And I feel very lucky. I, I'm working with some really great people on that. And then, um, you know, now I'm trying to get maple syrup actually into the company because uh, I like making maple syrup on my maple trees on the property here. And I think that, you know, if I can, I, that's something I'd like to bring to life with the company as well in time. So we'll see. I, I maple syrup's a big Canadian thing. <laughs> yeah. Big Canadian thing. I was going to say A at the end of that too, just to make it super Canadian. The syrup? Yeah. That's awesome, man. I love that. Um, I was, I was going to keep going on, on a little bit on this. What's, if somebody's listening to this podcast that makes something super special, what's the next thing on your, your list that you want to make that you haven't quite made yet? Wow. Well, the syrup thing is something I want to tackle. Um, that's definitely something. All right. So if we have any syrup makers in the, listening to this podcast, You've got the new face of your syrup brand there. There you go. Yeah, that's right. Let's get together and let's, let's get after it. I'd love that. Um, and then um, I'm actually just trying to, I'm, I take pride in small business and working locally with, with small business, but with my fragrances, um, I really want to get that into big retail. They're really good. Like, I'm not just saying it because they're mine. They're really good. <laughs> like, yeah. And, and then that's something I want to do is I want to get them in, into big retail. And that's actually been, a bit difficult but it's that's something i'm working on so okay well how can, how can people buy your fragrance right now is it all online yeah you can buy everything online um i just started doing samples with the fragrance so like every time somebody buys something from me they get a, a sample of the women's perfume and the men's the men's fragrance and actually the men's fragrance is called renaissance man and i wish i would have just called it renaissance because it's very unisex like my sis my older sister wears renaissance man and my youngest sister wears her name was lily so i'm like all right um but uh but yeah everything everything you can find on my e-com store at arcoshop.com so perfect yeah. Perfect. Well, we'll definitely share all the links in, in the bottom uh, on, on the caption and everything. Uh, but before we, we're going to start to wrap up soon, but before we do, Jordan, this is your chance. You have any other questions you want to ask? Oh, do you want to serenade Luke? He's there waiting. This is your one shot. Yeah. I'm just curious. Um, like living in the suburbs for six weeks and, having, seeing, <laughs> and seeing everyone on desk jobs, like what was it like that juxtaposition of you going outside building your own like like um table to do your um your rings like but everyone else is in their rooms doing their desk jobs like what was that feeling like 
Well, I think it's great that everybody everybody works so freaking hard, and it's so fun yeah. to watch them succeed in, in everything they're doing, actually. It's pretty badass. Um, but, you know, I do want to say I got a lot of slack for that table. That's pretty fucked up because we were, <laughs> we, were, we were quarantined, right? And it's not like I could go to Home Depot or, like, a store and get proper lumber and, like, make a real workbench. I had like scrap wood and I just needed to make something that could support my tools. And all these people are like, this fucking guy, let me tell you, he can't even make a fucking workbench. And I'm just like, good Lord, if you only knew. Anyway, um, I, uh, <laughs> it's, it's pretty funny. Um, but I, uh, I, you know, I, I, I enjoyed what I do and working outside. So like, it didn't bother me. Like I respect everybody else and their grind and, and what they're doing indoors, you know, on the desk and stuff. The one thing I will say is that what I do is really loud and, and I felt really bad. Um, I felt really bad. Uh, cause, cause I'd be like, are you guys okay? Like, cause I, I know you can hear this in here and I'm like banging and pounding. And I'm like, I'm going to be really loud for like the next 15. So if you're on a call, like tell me, cause I want to be respectful. Um, you know, cause I don't want to be a, like, I don't want to be a nuisance to people cause they have to work too, but it, it all worked out. Everybody's so chill. They were like, Luke, no, go ahead. You know, like not a big deal. So it, it all worked out. I have two more questions. I have these. Really- <laughs> um, what was your favorite day of summer house? What, what event? <clears throat> um, the boat day was the best day. That, that was like so much fun. Yeah. We had the most fun of the summer. And I think you could ask anybody that was there on the boat and they would tell you the same thing. Everybody got lit up and had so much fun. It was so much fun. We were like just being out in the sun, you know, on a boat, out on the ocean and swimming and just doing all the stuff we were doing, listening to music. And just, it was awesome. Drinking tons of Loverboy and, and I drink tons of beer too. So <laughs> I've been dying to try Loverboy, but they don't sell in Canada yet. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, um, you know, they're, they're, I feel like they're almost in every state pretty much here now, but I'm sure they get up there eventually. They're, they're grinding and working hard and they're actually like their business is it seems to be growing uh, pretty rapidly. And it's, it's yeah. interesting. because it, There's just such a small group of them um, handling what probably a, usually a massive team or an army would handle, but they work their asses off and I'm proud of them. It's great to see. That's awesome. And um this com- this what's releasing tonight part two you say some something that's very shocking and you break the fourth wall to hannah <laughs> <laughs> i want to know from a scale from one to ten what am i expecting it to be how intense i mean i don't think it's uh, i don't think it's that big of a deal honestly i don't but you say it because this is going to be released later <laughs> no, I, can't say. I wish i could tell you but i uh i can't and um <laughs> It's it's interesting. You're just gonna have to tune in and find out, I guess. Uh, but I'll be tuning in. You're, you're gonna be you're gonna be DMing me later after you watch it, giving me shit or what? Oh, she's gonna be DMing you for sure. <laughs> just get ready. Honestly, Luke, I gotta be like in, in all transparency. Last season, I think my interpretation of you wasn't the most positive, just because of how it was relayed, and I and Hannah was just very kind of stuck to her guns as she's being emotionally manipulated and come this season i'm not the biggest fan of hannah and i'm a massive fan of you and i just <laughs> I, it's just it's pretty wild how things change when you realize the person yeah. behind the words it's interesting i i hope it allows people to realize that sometimes when you think something about somebody you don't necessarily know things and, like it's fascinating because i'll tell you right now I don't go out. I usually don't go out and say things that like, I just bite my tongue and take it on the chin. And it's fascinating because I haven't really said anything this whole year. I just have let things, even when it's tough, like I'll get, I'm like, Oh my God, that's not true. Or like that didn't happen. Like with her, like her line, you know, or her playing this shit with everybody. And, um, and, and it's like, there's so many times where it's like, I know I, I would love to explain myself and, and explain the truth. Um, but I just bite my tongue and, and just let it play out because, you know, like I know that I know like the For truth sure. yeah. between myself and Hannah and she can go and say whatever she wants, which is what she does. And there's going to be a handful of people that are going to believe it. There's going to be a handful of people that don't like me. Not everybody's going to like you. I mean, that's life. Right. Yeah. But, but at the end of the day, I, I feel like, the majority of people have, have, like I said, I've seen through it. And honestly, I find, I 
like find comfort in that because it is it is pretty difficult when somebody is is literally going above and beyond to um, manipulate things or say things and and not say the truth. Wow, Jordan. Jordan. Wow, Jay. It's not ending. What is going on? Oh my God, Jay. (laughs) (laughs) The whole podcast. Yeah, that and I was just about to give you a bunch of good stuff. Damn it. No, I'm kidding. Jay. That really scared Jay, me. Now he's not going to respond to your DM. Yes, you will. Yeah. <laughs> no, I will. I, I actually respond to everybody usually in DMs. Although I did put out the other day, I said, uh, I said, should I do whitewash or poly on this wood? And I think I had about 500 and some people message me back. And I was like, I can't respond to you guys. They're all like, I was like, I, I love the fact that you all have been so kind to me and, and like giving me an opinion. But I was like, I, I can't do this right now. <laughs> like, I can't get through to everybody. So. Um, but yeah, but anyway, to answer that, Jordan, I, I think it, it, I'm, I'm glad that you've been able to, to see through it. And, um, over time, like it, I'm glad it's, it's people have caught onto it too. Um, I, I really do think it shows her character though, because as like, she has really not hidden her, like her opinions and her interpretation of what has happened. And you really have to stay quiet and stay true, true to yourself yeah. and not went oh, out of your way to disparage her character, but you can't say say about her. So says a lot about you one thing i do want to say too is like regardless of my relationship with hannah and and how i feel i i hope that like i don't wish anything bad upon her and like it actually like rattled me when i saw a lot of people giving her a hard time like i feel really bad like in that sense because like just because she treated me poorly and has said a lot of things like i still have empathy and i'm a decent human being like i'm not like and i want her to I want her to be okay. And I, I don't want, I don't want people to, to be mean to her, but you know, it's, I guess sometimes too, like you, you, you reap what you sow, like things are going to people like it's going to happen, you know, and hopefully you grow from that, you know, yeah. but, but I hope that she, I, I wish her well for sure. So. Yeah. It's just, it's wild though, because usually when you have drama with someone, you just talk with your group of friends, but now you're on a reality show and you can tell the whole world how you feel. So yeah, <laughs> I'm not very good at telling people how I feel. I, like I said, I keep things tight to my chest and a lot of times it ends up biting me in the ass. <laughs> oh, Luke, you did a great job tonight though. You did a great job tonight. Yeah. Well, I appreciate that brother. I appreciate it. Um, before guys, we do wrap up, we've yeah, got, uh, go sorry, go ahead. Well, I was going to ask if you guys ever come down in, to New York when this COVID shit's all done. You guys, wait, you guys haven't been vaccinated, I take it yet, probably. Right? I got I just, vaccinated. I have. Wait, what? We all have. You have? First shots. First shots, yeah. Oh, fuck. That's awesome, man. Because everybody, like, I, well, not everybody, but, like, I talk to a lot of Canadians on, like, that'll message me. Like, I love it. I love the Canadian, yeah. like, fan base. Like, such good people. I fucking love you guys. So, um, they, uh, they Apparently, were, we love you, too. Well, I Jordan, Jordan's a big. You keep blowing up my spot. I don't appreciate it. <laughs> I mean, northern Minnesota, Minnesota itself is almost an extension of Canada. Like my hometown is is farther north on the map than Montreal is in Canada. If you yeah. look at it, it's like yeah. we're way up there. But um, but but I love it. Uh, they um, uh, I I they were telling me though they've been saying like oh I haven't been vaccinated or we're like steps behind like you guys so to yeah. hear that you guys have actually got your first shot that makes me really happy because like yeah I literally got mine uh, yesterday uh, that's awesome man good you yeah. feeling good you feeling okay yeah i feel good a little sore but fell down the stairs yesterday before the vaccine so that's hurting me a little bit more than that, the vaccine so are you serious <laughs> yeah i took a little took a little tumble yesterday morning i got a, i got a bad knee and i just my my legs don't move as fast as my brain thinks they move so that's took a little tumble yesterday yeah we're not getting any younger let me tell you i feel it's definitely not definitely (laughs) not i uh i got the johnson and johnson vaccine actually and um it was really interesting because i got it and then all of a sudden it was like all this shit came out about it but i was supposed to get pfizer and then i was i'm too impatient i'm like i don't want to i just want the one and done and be done (laughs) what's that yeah i was i was gonna get whatever one they were gonna give me that day it just happened to be pfizer so i guess i got lucky but to me, it didn't make a difference. I just wanted to, I was just going to get whatever one. I got So you guys all got it though. That's good. That makes me happy. Um, cause I was going to well, say, maybe we will see you down in New York one day. Yeah, man. Or like I'm, I'm dying. To, I feel like I'm dying to get up to, to Toronto for, uh, for a hockey game. Like my buddy that I coach, that I coach 
I give lessons to in hockey. That's from up there. He's always like, yeah, you got to come up, man. He's like, I'm looking at buying a cottage up there and stuff. And if I get that, you'll have to come up. And um, I think a weekend up in, in Toronto would probably be a lot of fun. So I, Wait, I well, I'll, I'll send the invite now. I have season tickets to the Leafs games, to the Leafs. And we, me and Georgie got Raptors as well. You come up to Toronto, we will take you to a game and be our guest. Nothing like a Toronto Maple Leaf game on a Saturday night against an original six team. It's, it's electric in there. I bet it is. And a couple uh, good Molson Canadians or something like that, I feel like. There you go. A couple Kingsville Breweries and Cottage Springs. Those are our sponsors. So Is it really? Fun at the end. Oh, yeah. Get after it, man. Do that. <laughs> um, Luke, we, we want to uh, appreciate We appreciate you coming on. I want to thank you. Uh, we've got two questions we always ask. The first, if there was a movie about your life, who would you want to star as you? Oh, wow. That's a fuck. Um probably does it have to be right now or could it be no anybody any point in time oh man um really it's hard there's so many actors that i love um i would probably say i'm i'm a big ed norton fan i love him um i love his acting mm. i love him but i i would say maybe maybe robert redford I was literally just thinking he's going to say that. I swear on my life. <laughs> I literally swear on my whole family's life. I was thinking that. Yeah. I'm a big Love fan it. of Robert Redford. And, and I think, um, I think that would be a good, good choice. And uh, yeah, he, he, he's, he's awesome. A lot of respect. For Love him. it. Love it. Georgie. Last, last question. If you could give one piece of advice to your younger self, what would it be? Oh, Wow. <laughs> I've never thought about that. Um, probably to uh, probably to enjoy um, enjoy every the little things and and enjoy everything in life. Like really the little things, because before you know it, um, you're almost forty. You know, I, I really like I think about that. To sometimes now, I'm like, fuck, I. You know, I took that for granted. I didn't really realize how much, uh, you know, how cool that was. Cause you know, you just, when you're young, you don't think about those things. So probably to enjoy the little things and not take things for granted for sure. Love it. So Love it. Luke, if people want to find out more about you, what you're doing, your brand, everything, where can they go? How can they find you? Uh, you can, my Instagram is just at Luke O'Bronson. Um, and then my uh, my website for my clothing or my company is just rcoshop.com. Um, and I'm, I have a Twitter. I think it's like at Luca Bronson, maybe I'm not on Twitter a whole lot, just sometimes. So, um, but yeah, that, and I guess that's really the only place you can find me unless you know my address, you can come out to the lake house. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> Jay's trying to get an invite up already. Gosh, Jay, at least wait till we finish the call. <laughs> No, but Luke, honestly, thanks for taking the time. We obviously you don't do this a lot, but we appreciate you coming on and, sh and chatting with us. Uh, it means a lot. We love it. Your fans in Canada will, will definitely appreciate this as well. And we hope to, uh, to hear from you soon. We're definitely going to tune in for part two. And, uh, other than that, I think, yeah, thank you again. Yeah. I love it. You guys are great. Honestly. I, uh, I really enjoyed talking with you. I'd be happy to come on anytime. Just reach out. I'd love to chat with you guys more anytime. Love it. It's been a lot of fun. Love it. Appreciate it.